Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. As we look at the world around us and we see so many tragedies, so much hardship, so much suffering, it can be very easy to be down and depressed and uh, despondent and in despair about the way things are going in the world and maybe the way things are going in our lives. But as believers in Jesus, our Savior, we Christians can be positive about life in spite of the many problems that come to even to us who follow Jesus. As we'll sing in uh, just several minutes after we conclude this sermon, the favorite hymn says, if God himself be for me, I may a host defy. We can stand up against an army of enemies, an army of spiritual enemies, because we have the victorious champion, the almighty God on our side. When we were baptized into the name of Jesus, God opened our eyes to see what life, true life, is all about. And then over the years, perhaps for some of us many years, since we have been baptized into the name of Jesus, God has shown us again and again that the victory is ours through Jesus our Savior. Christian confidence is not just some kind of naive, pie-in-the-sky optimism that denies or ignores the realities of life that buries its head in the sand and is simply unwilling to face the facts of life. Anyone can make a long list of the problems and difficulties that face virtually every human being throughout life, including every believer, and especially also as we uh, think about this family of believers that is called the church. We think about all those uh, for whom we pray, those who are struggling some in, with, with great suffering and difficulty. I'm sure you can make your own list of many difficulties that you face and that your friends and, and loved ones face. There are problems about money, having enough, or deciding what to do with it and how to live with the financial resources that are available to us. There's problem of aging. As we grow older, we increasingly become more and more aware of our own limitations. There are circumstances that make it difficult for us to carry out the ideas and plans and goals we have that are God-pleasing. There are things that other people do to complicate uh, issues for us and, and make it hard sometimes for us to carry on. There's a need to make major decisions in areas of our lives, uh, both big and small. Every day brings new areas of decision-making. In a Christian congregation, there's always the question of unity and strength together and the temptation and tendency for uh, sinful people to divide and to separate. Each one of us is also aware of our own mortality. Life doesn't give easy answers to the problems that come, but God's Apostle Paul 
knew this also. And in the the verses before us this morning in our sermon text from Romans chapter 8, he says that what we suffer now is not worth comparing to the glory that is going to be revealed to us in heaven. That's in verse 18 earlier in chapter 8. The Apostle Paul calls Christians people of hope, people who have been renewed by God's Spirit. And so no problems can overcome the truth that we are conquerors through Christ. To live means to face the accusations of those who would call Christian confidence foolish or untrue. Sometimes our own inner feelings can lead to doubt. Sometimes the circumstances that we face hurt and challenge us. Spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms threaten our destruction. The the devil and the demons uh, are constantly seeking to attack us and attack our faith and destroy it and lead us away from Jesus our Savior and away from eternal life in heaven. In our text, the Apostle Paul envisions a, a heavenly courtroom scene in which we are the accused standing on trial. The charges are laid out against us Satan, whose name in fact means the accuser, he points out before God all of our shortcomings, all of our failures, our sins, our unfaithfulness to God's will, our weaknesses. We know that also sometimes we don't even, uh, the devil doesn't even have to accuse us because so very often we accuse ourselves, our, our consciences plague us because of the sins we have committed against God. And so we add so frequently the recollection of our own failures, the times when, when we fell far short of God's will for us in our lives and our relationship with others and, and with him. And certainly other people can also point the finger at us and say that we have failed so very obviously in so many ways. God himself would be justified as well to raise questions and to ask us, how we have performed since we have learned what his will is. And our answer would have to be miserably. Paul asks, who condemns us? Is it God? Because God is determined to drag us down and to expose us as failures? Is it ourselves? So uncertain and unsure sometimes about our true worth and value? Or is it the words of other people who sometimes seem to know us better than we know ourselves and who at least uh, report how we have appeared to them? To all these accusers, all the charges, all the condemnations, the Apostle Paul gives the perfect response. No. Accusations cannot overcome us, destroy us, or defeat us. Though the charges may be there and though the condemnation may seem to be threatening, we are conquerors through Christ Jesus, our Savior. Think about the Apostle Paul himself and how he suffered. In his life as a Christian, as a a devoted follower of Jesus, he had undergone many persecutions, many difficult circumstances, and the opposition of many enemies. Most of all, though, he faced the accusations of a conscience that had been 
instructed and drilled in the commandments and the law of God, and he was unable to find any way to justify himself before God because he knew that he had sinned and fallen short, and he deserved punishment and damnation. You and I know that same kind of condemnation. It seems so valid when we honestly examine our hearts and lives according to the standard of God's will as he reveals in his word. Do you think it's possible even to stand in the face of such enemies as the Apostle Paul lists here? Can we overcome death? Can we stand in, in the, the face of life and, and all that, that it holds out for us? Can we even resist angels and demons, those uh, spiritual, powerful forces? Is there anything in the present or the future that is stronger than we are? Certainly. Are there any powers? Is there anything above or below? Is there anything in all creation that can take away the victory that Jesus has won for us? By ourselves we answer, there are many things that can destroy me. But the answer to these questions is not from within ourselves. When we doubt the good news about being conquerors through Christ, then the certainty of our victory comes not from within ourselves, but it comes from outside of us. It comes from God's word to us. We are so often tempted to turn away from God and not to believe the good news that he speaks. We may not be led out into the desert uh, as Jesus was to be tempted for 40 days while undergoing a great hunger from not eating for that entire time as Jesus experienced in that first great showdown of his with the devil. God may not call us to sacrifice our child or, or to surrender what is dearest to us, as happened with Abraham, as we read in Genesis chapter 22. But the temptation is there nevertheless. And God asks each one of us, will you win with Jesus? The key to victory is that God is for us. And Paul's question is the answer to all our questioning. If God is for us, who can be against us? Jesus, who died, is the Christ who rose from the death to conquer death itself. The Christ who was above is the Christ who came down to earth and became a true human being. The Christ who was defeated is the one who gained the victory by his resurrection. And because of our baptisms, you and I are inseparably connected to Jesus Christ, our Savior. He intercedes for us. He is the, the defense attorney who stands up and speaks up for us in our defense when, the Satan, when Satan, the accuser, accuses us before God the Father. Jesus is God's answer. And it is our answer too. God has given us his son, his only son. He will also give us everything else that we need in order to be conquerors. If the verdict that could be spoken against us is death because of our sins, Christ died in our place to take away all of our sins and to pay for them in full. If we're asked to pay a price for our sins, we know that that price has already been paid 
by the lifeblood of Jesus on the cross for us. If we have loved someone or something more than we have loved God, then the love and trust of Christ our Lord is sufficient to overcome these sins of ours. As we just sang in the hymn of the day, He's by our side upon the plain, upon the battlefield, with his good gifts and spirit. He is the lamb who was slain, the lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world. He is still the refuge of the weary. He delivers us out of the dangers that we face in this life rather than delivering us from all encounter with danger. We Christians have the sign of the cross upon us. We've been born again as conquerors. What you and I need, we already have, because God has already given it to us in Jesus. What every Christian congregation and church body needs has already been given to us by God in Jesus our Savior. That gift, everything we need, is Jesus himself and his work for our salvation. And so we are not ashamed to call him our Lord and Savior. In this section from Romans chapter 8, the Apostle Paul asks some very good questions. He lists the questions that, that we so often ask in our lives, whether trouble or hardship, persecution or famine, nakedness or danger or sword could separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord, because sometimes we certainly feel that way. But since God has given himself to us in his Son, he assures us that he will also give us everything else that we need to be victors in whatever struggle, whatever hardship, whatever suffering we are facing in this life. Here is God's invitation. Here is God's certainty. There is no question about it. Here is Jesus, crucified and risen, our victorious Savior. And we are conquerors through him. Amen.